Brought to you by the Bloom Women's Ministry at Church on the Rock in Lubbock, Texas. This is Bloom Talks. Welcome to Bloom Talks. I am your host, Cynthia Hernandez. And I'm your other host, Paige Allen. And today we have, I mean, I feel like I always say it's a special one, but it feels special. This is our first episode of a new year. And um, how are you feeling about 2023? I am always so hopeful at the beginning of a year. Yeah. I love new beginnings and I love going into a new year with purpose. Yes. So I'm feeling great. Me too. Well, we were talking because it is our first episode of the new year and because this is coming out right in the middle of COTR's 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting, we thought it would be really powerful to have a conversation about prayer and how to really create, I don't know if we want to call it a rhythm or a culture or just an intentionality for prayer to be a big part of our lives this new year. So we have invited two of our favorite people who we love the way they pray. Mm-hmm. And so welcome. First of all, we have Don Brown, who is the pastor of prayer here at Church on the Rock. Hi, Don. Hi. Thanks for having me. Of course. And then we also have Brooke Flickinger. So hi, hello, Brooke. Hello. Yes. So. All right. Great. So we're going to dive in. We're just going to have a conversation about prayer. And so I think I want to just start by asking all four of us. um, I just want you to share really briefly about like almost like your relationship with prayer Mm -hmm. and maybe even a little bit of your history with prayer. And yeah, so let's start there. So Don, let's start with you. Oh, okay. Well, my history with prayer has been um, just a fun journey to me. I actually grew up in a denominational church where women didn't pray um, Mm. publicly. I mean, you were expected to pray privately and prayed with your kids. um, But as I grew in my relationship with him, I just realized, you know, prayer is just a conversation with Mm -hmm. God, and it's speaking with also corporately with other people you want to come together um, and as Drew and I were journeying too in in our faith and in different denominations I had more freedom to express myself um, and then I found this was you know this was like a newfound freedom for me like I can pray out loud with all kinds of people but then I found all these people saying oh well but I don't pray out loud mm-hmm. and I was like why why, why would you not pray out loud when you can? I, <laughs> you know, it was like, that was kind of a mystery to me. And I still am kind of amazed. I'll say this. You may be sitting out there thinking, oh, well, I would never dare praying out loud. And I understand the hesitancy sometimes because prayer feels a little bit intimate and maybe even vulnerable. And yet, it's a way that we are actually interacting with our Creator, with our Father, and with one another. And so I think um, 
it's just, it's not only it's a privilege, it's like, why wouldn't you want to? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, it's something and something that we, as we do it together too, it draws, you know, I'm thinking sitting here with the four of us, we have prayed together and how sweet it is to come all together mm-hmm. and intercede for someone or some situation or each other and our families. And there's so much power and just beauty in that. Yeah. Mm. I love that. That's good stuff. It is amazing when something is not an opportunity for you, like you just, you later, I just love you. You, you, you do not take it for granted. Right. The power of praying aloud. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cynthia, what about you? I am someone who I feel like has been so protected by the prayer of Mm. people before me. My, my mom has so, prayed for me. And I think my relationship with prayer is as I got older and my faith really became my own, I saw the power of prayer firsthand. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I started exercising that myself and really praying for my friends and stuff, I just tasted the goodness of, of what that was. And it became so much less of a needs based prayer life and it became this conversation. It was like, yes, I can pray for all sorts of things and see the miraculous power of God, but also how miraculous is it that I can also just sit and talk to mm-hmm. him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the real fruit of it was for me. I, I specifically remember a, a college semester where prayer came alive for me. And it took that long. I was in college and I, I've grown up with prayer. I've Mm -hmm. experienced it all, but in college was like, no, this is, it's a, it's a gift to me. I think Mm -hmm. I I viewed it as a tool Mm -hmm. and it's a gift of a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the foundation of, of Christianity is this intimacy with the father. And so prayer just became, yes, that conversation. And so any opportunity I have to just talk to him in the car with my kids. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like your life is that, that prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's good. Brooke, what about you? Well, I think, I don't know how many of you all experienced this, but I got handed like the power of the praying teen or the yes. power of the praying <laughs> woman uh-huh. like uh-huh. in my uh-huh. early years. And so I remember taking those in and, and using those prayers and learning how to pray scripture with names in it and mm. all those things mm-hmm. when I was pretty young. And I loved it. I was kind of a quieter person and always observing, but always praying mm. for people that were my friends or people that were in our family. And uh, and then as I got into high school, I was getting asked to pray like at athletic events or as the you know person on the basketball team or whatever. And I realized, oh, this is so fun because mm-hmm. I've done this all my life. And so I can pray for people, you know, in this setting as well. And everybody was okay with it back in those days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the most precious things that I remember about starting to learn more about prayer was from an older gentleman in my church. I was in a tiny little church out in the country, Spring Lake, Texas. And um, there was one elder that when he would pray, he would always start his prayers the same way every time. And I feel like he was 108, but he was probably in his 70s. 
but he would stand and just really gently start talking and he would say, our great and mighty God, our precious father. And every time he would say that, his voice would crack Mm -hmm. and he would literally get teary eyed and he would just pray so beautifully that even as a high school aged child, I was amazed at his intimacy with God in prayer mm-hmm. and just how authentic and, and precious it was. And his prayers were never rote. Mm-hmm. They were very personal. And I think I started to kind of go, hey, what if I was to be that personal and intimate in my prayer mm-hmm. with the Lord? Mm-hmm. And... um And I think through time, things shift as you're a mom and a wife and all those things. But what we were talking about in the office yesterday is I came to a certain point in my life where listening prayer is what I think feeds me the most. Mm. Like sometimes there comes a point where all the requests and all the words have been spoken. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is I really just need to hear him. Mm. Yeah. And so I spend a lot of time now in listening prayer. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. I love even what you said, um, how that older gentleman impacted your prayers. And I think, you know, for me, I actually, I love praying with other people because I learn from them and I'm inspired by Mm -hmm. them, by the ways they pray. I always feel like everybody around me prays so much better than I do. And I think everybody feels that way, which it's really not true. I mean, because like we've said, it's a relationship, it's conversation. And yet it's so fun to glean and learn from other people and the way they pray and having a holy jealousy for that intimacy that people have. That's I love to find people Mm -hmm. that I can just be like, I want to be like that. I mean, because it makes me hunger more Mm -hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. relationship that you see they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. I was, I was thinking about my, my own journey and, you know, I, I was only, um, six when church on the rock was started and it was really started on prayer. And so, um, every weekday for 20 years, my dad led a corporate prayer time from 6am to seven. So like my entire life, um, my, when I woke up in the morning, my dad wasn't there because he was leading people in prayer and I would go with him, you know, occasionally. And so I think I grew up in a, that prayer was just nor This is just what you do. You just get up you pray and you pray through the Lord's prayer. And, um, but I, I was thinking the other day, I still really vividly remember, and it kind of goes to what you were saying, Don sitting in the sanctuary some of those mornings and looking around and just watching how everyone came to God so differently and so beautifully. Like there was always like the one older lady that would sit by herself in the back. And there was always the gentleman that would pace and march, you know, for the whole hour. And then, and my dad, I think he very much also broke, you know, listened as much as he talked. And so he would lead a time and then he would always say, okay, we're going to take like 15 minutes. And he always had this yellow pad and I would just watch him just like sitting on the front row, just with his eyes closed and from time to time writing, you know? And so, um, I, I just love that I was exposed to that for years and years. And it did really just kind of solidify that 
God, God loves how we each come to him so uniquely. Mm-hmm. You know? So beautiful. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I think there was a season in my life where I tried on different prayer styles uh-huh. to see what would fit me. Probably you, probably we all did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I remember there was a season I was like, I'm going to be the, like, forceful, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think, I think God is probably so happy with those prayers, but also like, oh, bless her. And, (laughs) you know, yes. um, And other times uh, just tried to be more, more gentle or whatever. Like, like you, Brooke, a little bit. I just in the, probably the last five years, I don't know if I would call this listening prayer as much as I've really start, tried to start my prayer moments with the Lord, the set aside ones, um, with like a good chunk, like five, like I literally put on a time, it's just complete silence. Mm-hmm. And that's really healthy for me mm-hmm. because otherwise I feel like sometimes my prayer times get hijacked Yes, because I, I, if I am not intentional to like focus and just let everything else kind of melt mm-hmm. away or even just to say, Lord, what are we, what are we doing today? Yeah. <laughs> what do we want to even talk about today? Yeah. That's been helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I think, too, I, I had a mentor years ago, and he would always say, you know, I pray for an hour, and I usually talk the last five minutes. Mm. And that impacted me so much. That's when I was first actually introduced to, like, mm-hmm. listening prayer. And to, that was so foreign to me. I was like, yeah. really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. As the years have progressed, that's much more how I pray. Not intentionally. Mm-hmm. But it has come to, like, I realize the Lord wants to hear what I feel and what I think. And it's great Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. express that. But I I think a lot of times he's just waiting for me to just stop and ask him what he thinks. And it's it's in those moments. If I can wait long enough and listen and hear, that's when I'm really changed in prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. like solutions happen or at least... At the very least, peace comes. I mean, maybe mm. things haven't been fixed, but I know, okay, he's he's got he's working in this, or you know, whatever. Just by hearing what he has to say in a situation. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I was actually listening to a podcast. I knew we were talking about prayer, so <laughs> but it popped up. It popped up in my thing this morning, and um, I am not gonna. I should have written it down. It was such a beautiful quote, but um, it was a definition of prayer that. Prayer is almost, they use the word rest, but entering into the rest of God. And so like agreeing with him, with what he's already said about situations. And um, I think that's one thing I've actually learned from you, Don, and from Terry, that, that thought of, I don't want to just pray my own thought. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but what is God saying about this situation? Mm-hmm. I've found some of the most dramatic answers are when mm. we come to a place where we're what we pray is actually what he's saying, you know, and speaking back. We're agreeing, like yes. you're doing this, or, and I've even found there's a situation I've been praying a long time for a certain person, and um, for a long time I was praying my prayers, what I thought needed to happen in this person's mm-hmm. life. You know, I'm sure I'm sure y'all have never done that. Never, I, I don't. <laughs> but I am guilty of it. You know, and I finally came to a point. I just was really frustrated, and I was like, Lord, what? 
what should I pray for this person? What do mm. you think? And it was totally different. You know, I was looking at, you know, they need help. They need this to happen. They need to change their heart. They need to whatever. And the Lord just, he actually said, I want you to pray. He encounters my love. Oh, wow. The mm. end. Mm. Yep. So I changed, I've changed my prayer. I mean, I'm still praying for that person, but actually it's very interesting because it has also changed me mm. by listening to what he wants me to pray is that's really this, the, at the heart of everything that's wrong, you know, quote unquote, with right. this person, right. is they haven't encountered his love. And then I'm like, oh, and Lord, you're showing me I need more of that love too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Isn't that so true? It's so true. I love, Don. both you and Brooke have said this today, but prayer becomes this intimacy place. And I think whenever you hear something from God that changes you, prayer is intimate. And I love that being challenged by the people around you. Um, Paige, you mentioned our mutual friend, Terry. Mm -hmm. And she is one of those people that I... I want to pray like her. She's fun to pray with. And so one time I marched up to her and I said, like, can you impart whatever you have to me? And she mm -hmm. was, she laughed, you know, and, that uh -huh. way, and you're like, uh -huh. oh man. And she was like, Cynthia, it's just intimacy. It's like, what is that? <laughs> and prayer is that. And I mm -hmm. think in the, in the Christian realm, we use this word intimacy and Everybody has a respect for it. But the only um, place that I was able to attach a meaning to the word intimacy was with my spouse. Mm -hmm. So I started looking at what makes me intimate with my husband. It's the time. It's the conversations. It's the day after day after day of the ugly and the good and the hard mm -hmm. and the easy. And I'm intimate with him because... I'm comfortable with him. And it was like this huge shift for me because mm. it was like, oh, my goodness. Yes. And I think that paired alongside I was working across the desk from Dawn at the time, too. And, yeah, it was that same thing of praying the things that God sees. He, he sees all. So he sees the solutions and I have the opportunity, because I'm intimate with him, to partner with him. Mm -hmm. And he allows me to be a part of these shifts mm -hmm. in our world. Yeah. And it, I, I don't have another word for it other than magical. Everything is magical in our house right now, really, to Disney. <laughs> um, and it was, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. The intimacy of walking with the Lord is, it's gentle and it's sweet, mm -hmm. but powerful things happen when you partner with him in it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, and you know, I think the Lord's intent in prayer is, first of all, just that intimacy and being with him. But corporately as the church, we've thrown around this word, the ecclesia. You mm -hmm. may or may not have heard that, the Greek word for church. That really was a word that Jesus himself hijacked from culture. And that cultural connotation of that word was it was a rule, a governing body that put out the law and, and shaped culture by it. And Jesus is saying, I'm making you my ecclesia, that you will actually 
in partnering with God, we are going to mm-hmm. govern with him in the earth. And he's looking for us to actually be bold enough to see what he's wanting to do and declare that. And re- as we release, you know, our words are, the Lord spoke and everything was created. And we are made in his image. Mm-hmm that there's creative power in our words, just like his. And he is waiting for his people to be in ecclesia and rise up and declare his heart for the earth in order to transform our societies, our Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. Leveland, mm-hmm. the whole region, Texas, the United States, the world, the nations. You know, he. It's, it is such a privilege. And it is magical, Cynthia. It is it's magical. so fun. Because <laughs> so, he's inviting fun. us to do that. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. And I love to, you said, you know, it changes us, the ones praying as we're partnering with him. And um, you said something, Cynthia, I don't remember the words you used, but kind of the similar thing about just how fun it became and how, um, and I think that's the thing too, when you, when we learn to really partner with him and pray in a way that he's directing us, for me, I've discovered it really gives me peace. Whereas in the past, sometimes I have, I've prayed and it's like, I, I just wrestle you know, it's my, and it's okay to wrestle with the Lord, but I think that's why I think, I think in the past I've walked away from sometimes of prayer and I don't have peace. I actually have more angst about the situation and more of like a, please God, please, please, you know? And it's because I'm just saying, here's all the things that I want to see happen. Whereas when I can kind of pull back and quiet myself and really try to say, God, what are you saying He's always saying good. He's always saying like, I want my best for this situation. It, it's, I don't know if it's going to turn out the way I want it to, but I can, I can know, like I can walk away from this place if, with peace because I actually do trust the Lord. I do trust him. And I, I think that's one way that prayer has changed me over the years too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. I think when I, um, this summer was having to look at Lazarus forever and ever. There's this one little um, portion of that chapter that literally every time I read it, it just makes me smile. And I just think, I look at sometimes how Jesus interacted with the Father. And, you know, obviously he taught us to pray and we have the Lord's Prayer. And I Mm -hmm. think that's wonderful. But he prayed and taught to the Father a lot in the Mm -hmm. Gospels. And one of my favorite things that he says is in John 11, um, 42, and it's right before he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead. He says, Father, thank you for hearing me. Mm. You always hear me. But I say things out loud for the sake of all the people standing here so they will believe you sent me. And then he shouted, Lazarus, come Mm. forth. But I just love that he starts and just says, Father, Thank you for hearing me. Mm. Yeah. You always hear me. Yeah. I mean, there's so much assurance and so much relationship and so much intimacy just in those two little sentences. Right. Mm. And I just think, what if I approached the Father the way Jesus does? And I just say to him already, thank you in advance mm-hmm. for whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Thank you in advance for hearing what I say. And 
I just want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think it's just powerful. And every time we can look at scripture and see those beautiful examples and then what comes afterwards, because from that intimacy came so much power. Right. I mean, Lazarus came out of that grave. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so there was both that uh-huh. gentleness uh-huh. and that gratefulness and then mm. so much power. Yeah. Yes. So good. So. Mm. There's something so incredible about talking to a God who knows you fully. Uh-huh. I mean, just like you were saying, I think as humans, we're always chasing that, you know, mm-hmm. we feel misunderstood, misrepresented. But when you talk to God, you are talking to someone who knows you, every single thing about you. So it immediately removes all of the layers and he chooses to hear you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's it's listening amazing. when you talk, mm-hmm. like active listening when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's our God. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Unlocks yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking earlier this week, this past Sunday, which when you hear this, it'll be a few weeks ago, the sermon was on the favor of God and that that he sees you. And um, at the end of one of the services, there were a lot of people that gave their lives to the Lord, but uh, one of them was a Muslim man. And... Um, my mom was telling me that after the service, um, my dad's talked to him for a little while and he said, you know, what caught me was when you said, God is not mad at you. Mm. And I just think it's kind of like goes back to the thing, Don, what you said about don't take for granted that we can pray out loud and let us not take for granted that the God, the true God that we get to talk to He's listening. He is not mad at us. Like he just delights when we come to him. You know, there was a season in my life where my prayer life was so erratic, you know, and um, probably all of us have had those where I didn't I didn't pray for weeks and, you know, not really. And and that sometimes would keep me away, like the guilt of that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but what was so beautiful was every time I finally would come in his presence, mm-hmm. I was expecting, mm-hmm. you know, a spanking, a little censure, a little whatever. But I always, I would always hear him say, just, I'm so glad you're here. Mm-hmm. And that's the God that we serve. Like he just, mm-hmm. as much as we want intimacy, he wants that intimacy with us too. I just mm-hmm. love that about him. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. He does. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think one of the one of the most transformational things that happened in my prayer life over the years was when I actually discovered that prayer can be fun mm. and that you can laugh and you can, it's it's that thing because you're in, you can be yourself. God knows how you're made. Right. I mean, y'all, y'all know I laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my kids are always like, we can hear you laughing. <laughs> but... God knows that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there we laugh. And even my prayer group that meets, we meet Tuesday nights. There's a, a group of us that meet every Tuesday. And sometimes, y'all, if you walked in, you would not know we were praying mm. according to the way that you right. think that we're supposed to pray. You know, mm-hmm. we'll be just dying laughing and somebody will, you know, pray something else. And we're just like, oh, my God. And everybody's just busting up. And and as we're having a conversation with the Lord, I mean, he is that 
um, multifaceted. You know, there's times when we weep. There's times when we laugh. Mm-hmm. There's times when we're still and quiet. Sometimes we're just, you know, really... I don't know, busy, agitated, whatever. I mean, he just meets us in that place and responds mm-hmm. likewise. And it's so fun to be able to approach him that way. It's mm-hmm. not for years. I also had the idea that prayer looked dry and boring and <laughs> not fun. Yes. You know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, in raising my kids and Callie Boyd doing playground with the my kids were part of her guinea pig group, you know, Mm -hmm. that transformed my life because I saw prayers. It can be fun. Mm -hmm. Like you can throw things at the wall Mm -hmm. and have, you know, postcards up there against all the people that are sick, the sicknesses. And, you know, that's really fun. And you laugh and you're like, yay, Jesus has victory. You know, it's just, it's not a formula or a, Mm-hmm. boring thing mm-hmm. it's, good. it's fun yeah mm-hmm. it's good so true oh y'all i'm like fired up right now let's <laughs> have a prayer meeting yeah. I know. We should. <laughs> oh so i'm i'm sitting here just thinking there's all different ladies listening to this yeah. right now which is why i love that we had four different people on this podcast and i just hope you are hearing a all of these messages today, the message that Brooke said about he's listening to you. So beautiful. He's listening to you. And so even right now, as you're driving in your car or doing laundry or walking on a treadmill or I don't know where you are, but you know, as soon as this podcast is over or right now, just stop it and just start talking to him because he's listening. You know, I do think sometimes we, wait for the perfect environment or we wait for, um, you know, all those kinds of things. I think back to Mindy Von Atzigan told the story one time that, you know, before she had kids, her times with the Lord looked like her sitting at her piano and just like worshiping Jesus. And they would just have the sweetest prayer times. And then she had little kids and she just like it didn't either. look like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she told, she said, you know, one time she went to the Lord, like crying, like, God, I just like, I'm trying to be spiritual. Yeah. I just want to sit at your feet. <laughs> and he said to her, Mindy, my feet move. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, cause she was looking for that moment to be able to sit up her, just like, and probably those of us that have had those intimate moments with God, it is human nature to try to recreate those, It's true, you know, but like, like his feet move. So wherever life has you today, just find him in that place cause he's listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, ladies, any, any final thoughts we want to say? I think now, since this episode is coming out during the 21 days Mm -hmm. of prayer and fasting, I just want to even encourage our listeners to to play with prayer. Mm -hmm. Like right now, there are so many opportunities for you to easily jump in corporately, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but practice in your car, out loud, quietly in your head, whatever it is. The last several years, God has really just encountered me in different ways mm-hmm. during this 21 days. Mm-hmm. And there's something about it. Um, our whole church is doing it together. I encourage you to talk to the people around you and ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Are you are you participating? What are you hearing? What are you doing? Because it's just, 
it's such a playground as a church um, to experience this together. And then really just talk to the Lord and ask him to show you what's next mm-hmm. for you with him. Because I, I promise you, he answers that. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. he does. And it's always gentle. It's not going to be a spanking. Mm-hmm. He's not an angry God. He's mm-hmm. excited to play with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. It really encouraged me and reminded me of all the reasons why I love prayer. We are right in the middle of 21 days of prayer, and maybe you haven't joined us yet. I want you to know it's not too late to start, so jump on in. Also, because this is our first episode for the new year, we would love to get the word out to more people. So if you enjoyed today's episode, would you share it with a friend or maybe go online and give us a five-star review? Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you back next time on Bloom Talks. Thanks for listening to Bloom Talks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and share to show your support. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram at cotrbloom or For more info about Church on the Rock, check out cotrpeople.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.